Greetings, soul sisters, spiritual brethren, and non-binary siblings. This is the Queer Ritual Podcast, a place to discuss healing, spiritual practices, guided meditations, and self-empowerment with a queer-minded focus. Allies are welcome, too. I'm your host, Ricky B. Malone. My pronouns are he, they. I'm a Reiki master, intuitive healer, and master esthetician based out of the East Coast of the U.S. My goal with this podcast is to empower others to discover their true selves and live the lives they truly want. As some of you may know, I work in the spa industry as my day job. So I get clients that come to me and, you know, they just want to vent about whatever is on their mind. And with the way things have been going, both here in the United States and abroad, a lot of people have this anxiety around uh, conflicts that are sprouting up around the world and here in the United States. And of course, I can't ignore the recent shooting in Colorado Springs at an LGBT nightclub that, of course, when my community suffers, I suffer on some level too. So today's topic is going to be how to keep centered during uncertain times. I think it's fairly evident that there has been a rise in fascism and nationalism around the world. We see more and more authoritarian or nationalist leaders taking office. We see more fascist leaders around the world trying to suppress voices within their own citizens. We see countries trying to expand their territory globally. And we also see, to some degree, the UN not knowing how to handle it. Um, I don't want another world war to happen, but I can't deny that I see the evidence growing around me that it's very much possible. Here in the U.S., we also have more and more elected leaders calling themselves Christian nationalists, wanting to work against religious freedom, even though that is one of the foundational values of the United States as a country. There's also been an increased pressure to control women's bodies, not just here in the United States, but also in other parts of the world. There's been increases in homophobic and transphobic rhetoric and violence. And there's also been an increase in nuclear proliferation globally. So, of course, there's existential dread, right? I would define existential dread as an anxiety about the potential loss of our current way of life. It's the threat to our everyday existence and the fact that that might entirely be faced with an upheaval. To go a little bit deeper, I want to go into spiritually what I think is going on. I I have heard other spiritual teachers mention this as well. The planet is shifting from yang or masculine dominant energy toward yin or feminine dominant energy. This doesn't necessarily mean men are losing power, just that the cultural values around the world are encouraging cooperation 
instead of domination. But that inherently decentralizes political power. I do have the uh, other episode on yin and yang, if you want to hear my take on that concept in general. Um, I do think the right-wing backlash we're currently seeing are the last little vestiges of the old way of thinking trying to assert dominance on our culture, both here and abroad. The more a society becomes conscious of the inequalities in the status quo, the more this shift around the globe will continue. So structures in society that have historically held power, including governments, churches, or even dominant ethnic groups, are losing their centralized hold on the cultural narrative. So it's inevitable that those people and structures in power are going to try to assert their dominance to remain in power, especially when they see all the changes happening around them. But because we're living in a global society with social media and the internet and satellite television services, it's becoming increasingly difficult for those people in power to maintain their hold on that power. They have no choice but to assert their dominance or to use propaganda or to control access to social media or to limit free speech or just limit freedom in general. But as this shift towards feminine dominant energy continues, we're going to continue to see more female heads of state, more racial or ethnic minority heads of state, more religious minority heads of state. We're going to see more decentralized spiritual communities replacing institutionalized churches. All of this change is inevitable. I know the United States is not the only country that is seeing this, but there is more and more there's more and more interracial relationships and with that there's also going to be more and more multiracial children coming into existence. And as a mixed person myself, I fully recognize that I am a threat to white supremacy. My existence is questioned. It's questioned all the time, and not just by white people. I've heard plenty of white supremacists use language about how we need to stop the, the increase in mixed-race marriages and stop the birth of mixed-race children. It's, it's incredibly insulting to me, obviously. So how to remain centered with all this tumultuous change going on around us. I think it's important to remember that change is all around us at all times because of impermanence. So while one person's voice is limited, thousands of voices speaking together as one is very powerful. We need to recognize these vestiges of masculine dominant energy for what they are which are feeble attempts at keeping the population asleep. We need to resist indoctrination and pray that those who have become indoctrinated will wake up to it. I fully recognize that is easier said than done. We need to realize that as the planet becomes more awakened to spiritual truths, 
a so-called dark night of the soul on a planetary scale, it might be necessary. So things will hurt. But pain is impermanent too. So in the meantime, find communities and causes that have value to you. Lift up voices that have been silenced and listen to those voices and learn from them. The only way we can get through all of this political, racial polarization is to learn how to listen to each other again. We have to foster that spirit of cooperation. I'm a firm believer in the saying, build bridges, not walls. The more we focus on differences among us, the more we encourage division among us as well. From a spiritual perspective, all of the universe is non-dual. There is fundamentally no difference between us and anything around us. We all come from stardust. We all come from the Big Bang. Even if you don't want to view it from a spiritual place, just from an astrophysicist place, we all come from the same thing. We're all cut from the same cloth. We're all descended from mitochondrial Eve and Y-chromosomal Adam. Every living thing on this planet is a descendant of the same first living thing on this planet. We don't know what that was, but we have plenty of evidence to support that. And if we can recognize that unity among us, we can push towards that spirit of cooperation that is so necessary. So the concept of world peace, it's only possible if everybody agrees to it. All it takes to shatter world peace is one person who's decided not to. Not to cooperate. All it takes is one bad apple to spoil the bunch. And I know that's scary. I know that's unfortunate. And we can clearly see that going around, going on around us right now. And it sucks. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it sucks. And... I don't want to see Civil War or World War III happen around us, but just being a realist, it's not out of the question. It's entirely possible. So I, th I think it's important to remember that, unfortunately, peace is impermanent. But also war is impermanent. These things all happen in cycles. There is a constant cycle of growth, stability, and then destability, destabilizing, and chaos. They all go in cycles around each other. But 
if we all as a human species or the human race, if we all decide that we don't want to do that anymore, it's entirely possible. But it requires a shift of awareness on a global scale. People have to wake up to the injustices around us and the inequalities around us and the problems in society and recognize that the status quo is actually what we decide the status quo is. Each moment is based off the moment before it, but that doesn't mean we can't envision a better future. So while we might be the descendants of imperialism, it doesn't mean that we're beholden to it. We can all choose to be better. We can all choose to do better. And if that happens, then world peace is possible. If you wish to contact me directly or have your question featured in a future episode of the podcast, you can send me an email at tqrpodcast at gmail.com or find me on Instagram, tqrpodcast, or my personal Instagram, Ricky Dementia. That's R-I-K-I Dementia. Thank you for listening. With love and gratitude, signing off. <laughs>